So what happens when you combine my insane curiosity with some of the world's most interesting people? You end up with incredible conversations full of stories, insights, and the defining moment that made them who they are today. This is The David Spizak Show. Welcome and thank you for joining me. Um, On today's episode, I thought I'd mix it up a bit. I thought, hey, why don't we do something exciting? Why don't we talk about something super compelling? Why don't we do something that would really get you amped up and moving towards the excitement of the summer sales season? Yep, that's right. We're going to talk about FTC compliance. Why? Well, in about a week from now, June 9th is going to pop up on our calendar. And what's the significance of that date? Well, that is the very date when the new FTC modified or enhanced compliance uh, regulations are due to go into effect. Now, you may or may not recall that not once, but twice uh, the implementation of these new regulations have been delayed. And I think that there's a number of reasons for that. I think that it's not just that dealers weren't ready. I think that the government, frankly, wasn't ready. And perhaps some people within the government, I certainly hope so, are having second thoughts. Now, I don't know for certain until that day comes whether this is going to be the time they actually implement. But if they do, here's the challenge. You've got to be ready on day one. It's not the type of situation where hey, it's June 9th, everybody start moving towards where we need you to be. Nope, June 9th, hope you're there. If not, uh, we can have some trouble for dealerships around the country. doesn't matter if you're privately owned in a single point store, if you're a small group, if you're a big consolidator or a public, doesn't matter when it comes to the government and more importantly, fines, their way of raising money, right? It's about as close to capitalism as these guys are ever going to get. They're going to figure out how to take money from businesses somehow, some way. And this is yet another one. There are fines involved. Now, here's the good news. The good news is apparently, we don't know for sure, but apparently the uh, idea is to not have fines for first-time offenders. It sounds like there's going to be a warning. But once you get beyond that, and keep in mind, a warning could be one infraction. It could be one violation. And there's many, many requirements here, a minimum of eight, maybe 10 or more. Things like you got to have a dedicated person overseeing your information security system. Now, what is that? It just means you got to protect data and specifically clients' data. NPPI, nothing new. We've been hearing about this and been having to adhere to Graham Leach Bliley. Uh, to that rule for years and years. And yes, there's been some violations from dealers around the country. And yes, they've paid a really big price financially and reputationally. Well, you don't want to go down that road. It's just not worth it. Is this the time to push back? No, it's not the time to push back. You know, Brian Tracy, the very famous, well-known speaker, uh, of course, at one time he was the number one business trainer, coach, speaker, influencer in the country for years and years. Brian's brilliant. And I remember one time I had the good fortune of working around Brian for a number of months. And he did a program about the hallmarks of self-made millionaires. I'll never forget that one of those hallmarks 
is that he said, hey, David, he says, you know, the things that the ordinary person, the average performer hates to do, he says, what most of them don't realize is top performers hate to do them as well. So what's the difference? He said, top performers do them first. They get them out of the way. Their mindset is, I'm going to get these out of the way so I can get to the good stuff. The other folks tend to just procrastinate, to push back and put them off forever. Now, this is the kind of situation, these new compliance regulations, they're onerous, they're costly. It could take a lot of time, effort, money, training, loss of productivity. But the reality is, if you're a top performer, and I know many, many, many of you are, this is something you want to jump on right now. In fact, honestly, if you haven't jumped on it already, you're late. Now, the reality is this. Many dealers have been frankly preparing for this almost without realizing it for years. What does that mean? Well, it means they have been focused on delivering a transparent experience, buying experience to their customers for years. It means that they have been paying attention, making certain that every client knows exactly what transpires in the course of their purchasing experience. Now, not all dealers can meet that bar right now, but many of them can. And for them, this is going to be an easier path. But make no mistake, even for dealers have been on top of compliance for years, even for dealers that have been putting in additional paperwork for years to make certain that we're covering every aspect of the purchasing experience and making certain that we've got everybody signing their name, crossing T's, dotting I's to make certain that customers know exactly what are they buying? Okay, what are they paying for the car? Are there mark, is there markup? Are there additional fees? Have there been additional accessories? Even if you're that dealer, I'm telling you, they're taking it up a notch. And it's really important that you take this on right now. So let me cover a couple of the things. I'm not going to cover all of them. You can go out to the FTC's website and it's a great way for you to get up to speed. Perhaps you're going to also get drowsy a bit, but have somebody in your organization focus on this, break it down to bullet points like I'm about to do and make certain that you've got an action plan for how you're going to handle this, how you're going to meet the compliance regulations by the morning of June 9th. So here's just a few of them. You've always had somebody who's been kind of on top of IT. And now it could have been an, an outside vendor. It could have been an internal IT person. It could be sometimes in dealerships, it's the parts director, parts manager, controller, who's the admin for the DMS system. And they handle some other IT things too. No, 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 my friends. You have to have a dedicated person as of June 9th. That's all they do is to oversee your security process. They oversee to make sure that data is encrypted. They make sure you're compliant. They keep an eye on your vendors to make certain that they're compliant. Now, second thing you've got to do is you've got to have a written risk assessment for where you are right now. Chances are there's probably not anybody in your dealership who's ever done that before. If you're lucky, you have a certified IT professional with a lot of experience and skill, and perhaps they can. But you just want to make sure that you have this done. It's documented, and it's in your files, ready to be displayed if needed. Okay, another thing that you're going to have to do is provide security training to your people. 
And this actually makes sense. Many dealers have been doing this. I mean, we have been providing uh, training on things like sexual harassment for decades to make sure everybody who's onboarded in an organization understands very well what is okay and what is not going to be tolerated. We've got handbooks that we've had for years, decades in organizations. This is kind of just the next step. We need to train people, everybody who's, who's going to get interaction with a client, anybody who's going to touch. You may have somebody in an office, business office, never has a direct interaction with a client, but they touch that client's data. They need to be trained. Everybody must understand the role they play in safeguarding data and safeguarding the reputation of your organization and protecting you, not just reputationally, but from legal or financial harm. Now, in addition to that, you're going to have to have a written incident plan. You have to have some type of plan that if there was some type of a breach, what's going to happen? Who's going to jump on top of things? What are going to be the steps that are taken in order to be able to do the right thing by those clients to notify them and the other things that you're required to do? Now, in addition to that, multi-factor authentication. Yeah, many of us have been dealing with this or experienced with this for years. Many of the apps that we have on our phone today, like banking apps, for example, you can't just sign in like you used to. You have to have some form of multi-factor authentication to be able to prevent breaches. And by the way, for anybody that says, hey, I don't really think breaches are happening too often in dealerships. Recently, I saw a statistic that showed that 15% of dealers that were surveyed said that they had indeed experienced some type of a data breach within the last year. Now, why is that important? Well, 79% of people surveyed said, if there's a data breach that I know about in a particular store, I'm not buying my car from there. So this is really, really a big deal and it needs to be treated accordingly. So you got to have somebody who's going to oversee uh, your entire security process. You have to assess your current security process. You have to have a written risk assessment. You have to have an incident plan in case something happens. You have to have multi-factor authentication. You have to make sure that all of your vendors are compliant. You have to make sure you oversee and do an assessment from time to time of all of your vendors that are touching client data. And there's a lot of vendors in a typical store that do that. You may have 8, 10, 12 vendors or more that are grabbing client data and extracting those packets. And you're the one ultimately responsible. Yeah, sure, they may be a co-defendant, but hey, your clients aren't buying cars from them. They're buying them from you. It's not going to impact them. It's going to impact you. So you've got to make certain that they are fully prepared to be able to be compliant. So what do you do? What do you do now? What do you do next? Well, first of all, if you've already jumped on this months ago, fantastic. Congratulations. That's absolutely the best answer and the right thing to do. If you haven't, but you've been looking into it, today is the day to move forward. Now, you still, believe it or not, have time to take action between now and the time that June 9th rolls around to make certain that you're compliant. If you haven't even started yet, Today is that day when you need to get started. Now, you have two options. You could go internal or you could go external. If you have the resources, the expertise, and the bandwidth, 
you may be able to pull this off just by doing it using internal resources. For most dealers, however, they're probably going to wisely approach this the same way they do when it comes to their taxes, audits, accounting, and legal affairs. They're going to get a professional who does this all day, every day, who's an expert, who understands what the requirements are. And they're going to get somebody like that. Now, there are many vendors out there that I'm aware of. I'm not going to necessarily recommend one over the other. But there are many out there that I'm sure would be delighted to help you. Now, keep in mind, kind of like during the pandemic, it became a lot harder to find certain professionals, plumbers, electricians, contractors, uh, people that would put in a swimming pool. All of a sudden, the demand went way up and the availability of professionals didn't. You couldn't just multiply those people overnight. We saw the same thing with logistics, didn't we? So keep this in mind. You want to jump on this today. Don't wait until June 6th, 7th, or 8th, because you may find that while they can help you, they may not be able to help you in time for that June 9th deadline. Now, what's the big deal? What is the big deal? What if you get it done the 10th, 12th, 15th, or the 30th? Well, as I mentioned, initially, if you get caught to be in violation, there's not supposed to be a fine, not supposed to. Keep in mind debt ceiling, right? Government's always seems to be looking for new and creative ways to find new revenue sources. So I wouldn't necessarily count on that. No guarantee. But that's what's supposed to happen. No fines initially. But if you are found to be in violation and you're warned and you cannot comply after that, now you can have fines of up to, I think it's $46,000 a day somewhere between forty-three dollars and $46,000 a day, man. But what if you can't get somebody out for 10 or 15 days? A half a million dollars. That will flat ruin your day. So yes, it's critical that you take action. What else can you do? What else should you do between now and then? Well, there are certain things that you can do to take action. Number one, take a look at your F&I products. Take a look at your F&I processes, your sales processes. Are, do you have all the right paperwork in place? Do you have documentation that will clearly demonstrate uh, that you have reviewed everything with a client to make certain without a shadow of a doubt that they're fully aware of everything that transpired in their car purchasing transaction? Yes or no? Check your F&I paperwork. Make certain that their process is solid, that they're crossing T's, dotting I's, signing their name, having the client sign. Make certain that somebody's checking every deal to make certain that those documents actually exist. If a tree falls in the wood and there's nobody out there, is somebody going to hear the sound? Doesn't matter. There's nobody out there. This isn't the same thing. So if you've done the documents with that client, but it doesn't make its way into the folder, it doesn't matter. The government's not going to give you any credit for trying. There's no A for effort here. This is your business. This is your legacy. This is your reputation. This is your future for, for both you as well as your employees. Listen, I remember it wasn't so long ago. I remember a Chevy dealer in LA literally going out of business because they were caught doing the wrong things because they were not in compliance. They could never recover. They shut down. Every employee lost their job. The people that owned that store were decimated. That's not what anybody wants here right? You want to make sure that you're always going to be on the right side of things. 
And let's face it, if you're like the vast, vast majority of dealers out there, it's what you want, not just for your organization, for your people, but most importantly, for your clients. So the right thing to do, the smart thing to do is to ask yourself this question after you wrap up listening to this, hey, guys, are we ready for June 9th? Because it's coming right around the corner. I really appreciate you taking the time to listen. As always, I would love it. If somebody will benefit from this that you would know of, that you know of, please share it with them. Uh, please download and subscribe. And as always, feel free to leave a review if it's good, bad, or ugly. I appreciate them all and I really benefit from all of them. So again, thanks for taking the time to listen and look forward to seeing you next time on the David Spiesack Show. You've been listening to The David Spizak Show. If you haven't yet, please click the subscribe button and leave a rating wherever you're listening right now. I look forward to having you back in the room where it happens. Thank you.